And we are back on Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining me on this Friday, Saturday or Sunday, whenever you have the convenience of listening. Thank you so much for your time. So today, we're going to be talking about a reaction to where the Buffalo Bills rank. <laughs> I know, it, it, it's going to kind of rub some of you the wrong way, but I kind of want to respond to where PFF ranks the Buffalo Bills going into 2022. And as, as broad as the conversation could be, it's, 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 it's quite interesting and intricate. Um, considering what they're factoring and more importantly with everyone that's going into this season and how stacked the teams are let's just start it off this way PFF Ben Lindsay <laughs> had the Bills at number one in the rankings so that that to me when that when that kind of broke the headlines as I was uh, you know as we all do you, you hit the Google button or you, you, you stumble upon a post on Twitter. I, I, I kept running into it, and I was like, okay, this isn't just some article that people aren't respecting. It's, it's actually something that's starting to catch fire here, starting to get some attention, and I decided to really actually read into it, and I was actually surprised. I was actually um, intrigued by this article, and um, it, it was pretty cool. You know, I found it off of Syracuse.com. I know you guys can find Rain Tablet there. Um, and obviously Matt Perino, pioneers in this Bills coverage uh, game. And, you know, it was really cool to see that the Bills are really starting to get that traction they deserve. I mean, let's, let's number one, talk about one thing that is the fan base, right? Before we get into this. The fan base is... Indeed, the greatest football fan base of all time. We have all suffered together. We have all cried together. We have all (laughs) been through a lot together, Um, obviously with even this year. And to just have the recognition that we have right now, we got to soak it in. Um, Meanwhile, not forgetting what is happening around us, uh, whether if it is obviously the tragedies, and lift each other up. But, you know, what's great is that on the other side of this narrative that is happening in the region of upstate New York, there is a football team that extremely cares, right? And we can lean on that. And I think that is so awesome. You know, it's not something that we can you know, use as a Band-Aid. It's something that we can lean against and be like, man, not only do we love this team, but they have our back. And getting into this point here, they are getting the recognition they deserve. Josh Allen, right? He is ranked on a lot of people's boards higher, think about this, than Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. The physical tools, right? Everything that you demand out of a quarterback is there. And what I love personally about Josh Allen, myself, is that you can't, you can't open up a textbook and figure him out. One week he's going to beat you completely with his legs and throw three picks and win the game. 
and the next week he's going to throw for over 400 yards and four touchdowns. Tom Brady cannot do that for you. Tom Brady can win you championships, do not get me wrong. But throughout the regular season, Tom Brady cannot give you that. And I guarantee you in games where Brady has played opponents where he's like, man, if only I could run a 4-4. You know, you know he's thinking about that. But that's what gives him his competitive edge, right? And that's what makes Tom Brady so great. And you look at how Aaron Rodgers has had to basically tone down his game over the years from rolling out to protect himself and be more of a pocket passer and rely on the reads and rely on his quick release. And that is why he is so great. And for Josh Allen to be lifted up higher than those two quarterbacks goes to show you we are indeed embarking into a new era and dimension of football. You know it's completely different when the Buffalo Bills are what you see on the other side of that dimension. Feels like a portal of, of, of I, getting all sci-fi on you guys, but uh, Skinwalker Ranch, don't quote me on that. But anyways, um, <laughs> listen, fact is the Bills are becoming undeniable. And we have had beef, a lot of people have had beef with PFF for a very long time. And now they're starting to see the proof in the pudding. They're starting to see that our safeties are a big deal. Ken Dorsey is probably going to coach and <laughs> call plays that may be even more aggressive than we have seen in a long time. Listen, when a guy like Ken Dorsey sitting behind Brian Dable, and he, I'm, I guarantee you he just wasn't sitting there and, you know, taking notes of all the good that Brian Dable did. I guarantee you he was sitting behind Brian Dable and saying, I'm going to do it this way when he's when, when he leaves. I'm doing it this way. If I get a chance to coach this team, I'm going to do it that way. I'm going to coach more aggressive. I'm going to push the envelope because we have the players to do it. And it's funny because you basically have that formula in Buffalo. And I think that's what PFF is starting to realize is that you can't, you can't pinpoint them. There's such a wild card of an offense and they're so efficient and now even more explosive with all the weapons that are, are starting to emerge, um, you know, and, and, and coming into play, you know, just out of camp and everything. It's, it's, they have the best roster. This is the point. Ken Dorsey has the best roster to play with on offense in football because of Josh Allen and how the backfield is. And especially because of Stefan Diggs and the emergence of Gabe Davis. We've talked about all the position groups, basically, uh, over the last two months on Buff Hub. But this this is something that I think is starting to really hit me. And here's something else, right? You talk about how the trenches are probably the biggest deal in football now. Because... Now it basically separates you because it's it's funny because you have some people on one side of, I guess you could call the aisle, saying, man, the reemergence of the run game is coming back. And then on the other side of the aisle, you have people saying the complete opposite, like the run game is gone. If that were true, then quarterbacks wouldn't be running the football. I'm sorry, but the running game is back. Plenty of plays 
you're not going to tell me that although I was pulling my hair out, nervous, that Josh Allen was on a power freaking run, quarterback design run, he was going to get popped and sent out of the game, it works. Running game is back. The trenches are back. (laughs) And I guarantee you, when Brady's gone and Aaron Rodgers is gone, it's going to evolve even more. And and that's just what I, I think when you have a quarterback that is a dual threat, but also extremely efficient with his arm, and then you have a running game behind him, that is a very dangerous team, and I would hate to game plan against. We know what it's like, as Bills fans, from last year, of not having meat in the trenches. You want to win big games in this league, you dominate the line of scrimmage, and that's exactly what the Bills sought out to do. And I am very excited to see what Aaron Cromer is going to do, new offensive line coach for the Buffalo Bills. With the shuffle that happened last year, and, and going based off of... Um, you know, some of the information that PFF was reviewing here, it was interesting to see that they are intrigued, right, on how this new blood is going to give even more new life to an already explosive Buffalo Bills team. And it starts in there. And I, and I think when you really look at this Buffalo Bills roster, and you try to pick at the running back position. Okay, but what did they do to the offensive line? They bolstered it. Oh, well, the run defense, well, they bolstered the defensive line. They reloaded it tenfold. I think we're getting ready to see the emergence of a solidified identity with this Buffalo Bills team. And I think this is the year it's going to happen. You discover identity during the biggest chance of opportunity and challenge. And this is exactly the ph- philosophical point I've been, I've been trying to get to this whole podcast based off of what I was reading and what I was researching. That's what's happening. This is it. All the chips are on the table. The rookies have a chance. They have veterans leading them. Now... The identity is going to come out, and I think we're going to completely, utterly see exactly who this team is. That is that is where I stand with this podcast today, based off of what I was reading, based off of reactions from what I was reading from other people, but more importantly, the national media is shifting its focus to understanding, finally, <laughs> this Bills team is found it's going to it's going to find itself this year. It's it's not oh this is the year. It's not stop saying that. No. It's they're finding their identity this year. That is huge because that not only propels you into a Super Bowl possibly this year, but most likely for the next 10. Because there's a formula now. You catch my drift? That's the point I was getting to this whole podcast. I feel as though, finally, 
for after 20 years, right? The Bills have been uh, having gut-wrenching losses, you name it, whatever. I think that's done. I think now you're going to know that the Buffalo Bills lost or you're going to know the Buffalo Bills are going to kick your ass. I think it's as simple as that. And I don't know how else to put it. Because you either got to be absolutely bad to the bone to beat this team or you're going to get hit in the teeth every which freaking way because every single position group, it's almost like now it is coming full circle. You can read on this. Look at the grades that our cornerbacks are getting. Look at the grades that our linebackers are getting. Look at the grades that our safeties are getting. Look at the grade that our quarterback has, our wide receiver room is projected to have. Oh, and and, and just so you know, O.J. Howard can not only help out in the run game, but he's probably going to also open up the pass game even more. I'm, I'm just basically reiterating what everyone is starting to unravel and see as the season is approaching. And, and it's coming full steam ahead. And I know some people are saying, well, you know, don't get all hyped up for this first game. It might be a rough go. You know what? After I started to swallow the pill a little bit, listen, man, I think the Rams are going to be in a lot of trouble against this team. Their offensive line is not ready. And there is a big reason why Sean McVay felt the need to compensate on losing Von Miller by getting Bobby Wagner. I'm sorry, but Bobby Wagner can't rush the passer in cover two. They lost Von Miller. The Bills got him, and the Bills still have Tremaine Edmonds. Every position group matches up great against that team in week one. And the entire world is about to see how much of a chip on Josh Allen's shoulder there truly is and why they deserve to be ranked number one. There you go. <laughs> Just a little reaction to that. Listen, um, guys, today... Uh, due to personal reasons, um, pray for my family. Um, wanted to talk about bills, kind of gets my head off of things a little bit, just for a little while. But yeah, just keep my my family in your prayers. Um, my wife and I's nana just recently passed, and um, you know she was probably one of the most loving and beautiful souls you'll ever meet in your entire, you would have ever met in your entire life. And, you know, I wanted to be able to say that on this podcast. And um, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> uh, no outro music. Sorry, I, I guess I kind of want to leave it on that note because she will be truly missed. And if you have anyone that... <clears throat> You have anyone that you have time with, spend that time with them. And love them, hold them, buy them flowers, take them out to eat. Because life is too short. 
<laughs> I know I flipped the switch there pretty quick, but um, you know we're all human, and you know I'm thankful to be able to do this podcast. It's it's a great community and opportunity, and I love being part of Bill's Mafia. So thank you again for listening. It's all the first responders out there and military. Thank you for all that you do for our communities and our country. Have a blessed weekend. Go Bills.